Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, and welcome, Pokolonians. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa, and all the holidays here and forever. This is your host, Lord Yushiro, and this is episode 41 of the TCG cast. You heard that, right? 41, we're getting old, we're getting old. And we have quite the nice little end-of-year Christmassy episode for you guys lined up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to discuss how was the year for the Pokemon TCG, what our experiences, our opinions of how much of it improved, or in maybe our opinions are do not are not the same. Maybe someone says it's gotten worse. Who don't we don't know? And who? And by the way, I'm talking a lot about uh, third parties here, right? So or second parties, third parties. I don't know. That doesn't matter because I have two gentlemen here that are going to discuss this episode with me, and they are awesome. First, some say that um, he's the only man that can run over. Anyone with a parked car. It's Sublime Manic. Did y'all miss me? Because I missed me. I've missed you. And I confess here in live that um, the reason we haven't had Sublime on is 99.9% my fault. <laughs> because unfortunately, every time we schedule the uh, the recording, it's on a school day that he obviously can't. Because what are you doing? I'm in grad school. <laughs> He's just in, in grad school. In addition to working full, full time, in addition to all my ho- I don't know how I, I don't know how I do it. I'll be honest, but well, anyway. I don't know how you do it either. Another <laughs> man that I don't know how he does just practically everything because he wins practically everything is our next co-host. Some say that he tenderizes his beef while he's st- while it's still alive. It's our Sigma. Yeah, along with my vegetarianism, so I don't even get to eat it afterwards either. <laughs> oh, that's uh. What about lab-grown meat? That is so fascinating to me. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting in a few years to consider that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it is pretty. Uh, I think if you tenderize tenderize your beef while it's still alive and then you don't eat it, I think that's just called animal cruelty. But that's just me, and it's just an opinion. Um, I can but, give it to other people. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. So, 
with that being said, guys, um, what have you guys been up to in the world of Pokemon TCG, non-TCG-wise, or anything special you want to talk about? It's been a long time, Sublime. Tell me, what's up with you? So, I'm still enjoying my playthrough of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah. As I said on the main podcast, I am snagging it, which is <laughs> to say I'm going very slowly through it, just like Snag. Because Snag takes his time. Oh, no. He, he yes. definitely he ferments those games like... <laughs> You know, wineries ferment grapes. It's all for the long haul. It's going. It's a long haul, but it's going to be good eventually. Uh, other than Sol to Sun Ultra Moon, have you been playing uh, any other TCG with the new cards? Uh, have you been experimenting? I wasn't really crazy about the last set, so I'm gonna be honest here. This is a secret that I haven't shared with anyone yet. I've actually been trying some other TCGs to give it a break, and now I'm just coming back into. Well, that sounds awesome, honestly. A good power yeah, you know, series. It's always, always fun when you take a break and then come back and then, like, there's new cards. And it's like, this is great. I'm so glad I took a break and now I'm even more excited to be back. Yeah, because once you see it's like mm-hmm. it's like when you're in a really good relationship. And it's been a few years, right? And you're like, oh, this is not the same. I think I think we need to part ways. Give me some time. I need to think about yeah. it. And then you go out the to the wild. Thing, I was just not crazy about it. And I'm like, what? what am I doing right now? <laughs> Yep, you go out and you experiment oh. dating out there, and then you realize, like, what did I do? I need to go back. That's well, no, I was enjoying where I was at. I was actually playing the Elder Scrolls card game that they had made. Ooh, do you know I um, bet on that thing? What? I bet on that. I was in a in the better group. Oh yeah, to test that. Uh, well, I really enjoy that. Um, it's got yeah, a lot of different game. mechanics. It's very different from the Pokemon trading card game. So I'm enjoying like comparing and contrasting. Yeah, you have like two uh, like two active systems. You have two, two yeah, active. Yeah, you have two lanes they call them. So the lanes, not everything yeah. is positioned to fight uh your active per se. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I better that uh cuz I went to the PAX last year and I live here in Seattle which they lucky for me, I guess. They do a lot of beta testing for practically everything here in Seattle since ma- many of the major uh, video game companies and, P- and, and and computer companies are here. Um, and I may I managed to beta that. And it was a lot of fun what I beta that. I beta I bet- I that and I alpha also the um, oh the TCG for The Witcher. I forgot its name. Oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, Gwent. Gwent. I alpha Gwent as well uh, when it was in testing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. One day I should uh, tell you the stories about that. It was quite fun. Um, but uh, Sigma, what have you been up to? Uh, well, it wasn't that long since I was last on, but we did have the largest regional in history that we were able to watch on stream last weekend. Yes. So that was cool. It was huge. It it was just huge, and and it goes to show how amazing Pokemon has been. Just grabbing fans, grabbing, grabbing players, and not letting go. And who knows where we're headed? If eventually, by you know, few if things steady up and continue as they are, I'm sorry, we might see like big, huge Coliseum sized games, and that will be something would be amazing to to behold. Uh, and any decks you've been testing out? Uh, no, I just was working on the missions on the ladder and had to use Volcanion because I have a fire and water mission on right now. <laughs> um, I should be really, I really need to start working on that. So I was not able to stream yesterday. Uh, this is being recorded on Tuesday, on Monday, because so my computer made a two hour, well, it was two hours and a half installing. It was like three, uh, 30 minutes downloading update. And it updated everything, and my PTCGO refused to work now. So I had to roll back my computer and reinstall 
the PTCGO in order for it to now work. So hopefully by tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, I'll be ready to to go ahead and stream once more. So sorry about that, guys. But technology can sometimes be a prick. With that being said, we're going to move on to what I will call topical beach, but it really is going to be just chatting times with my boys here and talk about all things TCG for this year. So let's go ahead, grab your sandals, grab your big sun umbrella, because we're headed to the beach. We're headed to Topical Beach. We'll be right back. Welcome to Topical Beach. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to This Is Your Life, Pokemon TCG Edition. And a whole year has gone by, and what a year for the TCG. We can definitely see, at least in, in, in what my opinion is, a very significant and important year in what has been a long-standing trading card game that really needed a big boost, and I think they managed to finally do it. So let's go ahead and rewind, rewind back to the beginning of the year. Let's talk about how 2017 was. A year that weirdly started out with strong Mega and Break Pokemon and ended up with something called GX Pokemon and Ultra Beasts. So, Sigma, let's start with you. Where did we begin in the year? Well, starting the year off, we had just gotten off of the Evolutions TCG set. Ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which a little throw up came out of my throat. <laughs> if you happen to remember that set. Well, if you're unlucky lucky. enough to remember. <laughs> I think the whole year of 2017 has been them making four. Making up four evolutions. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it had Starmie in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, we definitely ended up the year in evolutions, which was kind of sucky. And then we began with what? We began the year with Mega Evolutions still dominating the format. We had yeah. Gardevoirs, we had Mega Rayquazas, because those things would never leave us. <laughs> Same thing with Evelta EXs. Yep, Dark Rise. Good times. <laughs> Definitely good times. And it was it was still the time of EXs where evolutions were still not that successful. Um uh, EX Pokemon were just too fast, too quick. You can play them immediately, and the, most of them were uh, readily available to use immediately. Shaman's um, but, were still a thing. What was that? Shaman was still a card. Shaman was, st- <laughs> Shaman was still a card, <laughs> and, and, and pretty expensive by that time still. Um, and, and we saw a lot of things popping up uh, later on. We, we saw the, the rise of Vileplume. Uh, was something really cool. But of course, for our listeners, Vileplume uh, was that uh, card that uh, would block item cards from both players. So we saw a rise of that a lot. Uh, not to mention that also we saw a lot of um, Decidueyes going on. Because we haven't... Oh, sorry, I, I, I'm jumping the gun here. Um, so, Sublime, what do you remember from the beginning of the year in the meta? Well, I remember in February we got the first set for Sun and Moon, which did introduce Decidueye. And this was when... Forest of Giant Plants was still legal, so Decidueye was the jam. Decidueye Vileplume. Loved it. Was all about it. Um, they also introduced Lapras in that same set, so even though we were being introduced to these like Stage 2 and Stage 1 GXs, they were still introducing basic GXs that could sort of emulate what EXs had been before with the same um, speed and like, just 
hitting it hard. Yep. And we really did see, like, from the get-go, thanks to Lapras GX, as you just mentioned, and Taurus GX, we already saw that there is potential in these in these GX cards, and they really do could hold a punch. Uh, we were yet to know the extent of that power. Um, but we did see some rising stars still. We still saw Volcanion, which to this day is still seeing some decent play. Um, yeah, totally. So that's well, Canyon's only gotten better with recent sets because yes. they've happened to add a lot of good fire support. Fire. Yeah. That's Plus actually my favorite deck right now is fire. So Yes. Um, other than that, we also saw, as we discussed, Valplum and Decidueye saw a great, great increase in play, which was a really, really fun deck. Uh, never got to play with it, but I've seen it play, and it was pretty legit. Um, and you'll never, ever play it now. No, ever. why? It why? Because <laughs> they banned Forest of Giant Plants from Expanded. Oh, we haven't even reached the rotation. Let's, let's step out of But that was from Expanded, too. So, like, <laughs> even after it rotated out, you just get nothing. There is no forest. The forest was burned to the ground. Oh. We are killing the earth. Yep. yep. And the Forest of Giant Plants. We can definitely see that climate change did kill that forest, for sure. Um... <laughs> Moving on to a little bit later on the year, uh, we still saw Mega Rayquaza hitting some steel when we saw it still being top eight in uh, the San Paolo, San Paolo um, International Tournament. So Mega Megas really did hold their own at least at the very middle of the of the year, where they finally saw the drop once you realized it just couldn't keep up with um, with the uh, with the GX Pokemon that were coming out. Uh, Sigma, uh, go ahead. Well, actually, I guess this ties into it at our next point, where we had Guardians Rising show up to change the meta quite significantly, dramatically, incredibly. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say Mega Rayquaza kind of died once we got Pseudo Wudo. <laughs> yeah, Pseudo Wudo was definitely the death of uh, uh, Rayquaza. Of course, uh, Pseudo Wudo had the ability that locks your opponent to four Pokemon only on your bench, regardless of Stadium or anything that you use. He was just completely, really destroyed Mega Rayquaza and any chance I had to play. Although we didn't really get to see Pseudo Wudo that much because Rayquaza was rotated out and that's that was the end of it. Yeah, and Pseudo Wudo wasn't even the best card in that set, but... Yeah. We did get our Shaman replacement, which was the best card in that deck set. Yeah, we had Tapu Lele GX. Yes, Tapu Lele. <laughs> Sublime, what did you think of Tapu Lele when it first came out? I was like, this card is disgusting and is a must-have. It's the new Shaman, which it is, right? Because uh, you need to be able to get what you want. You want Tapu Lele. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, it transformed the meta because before, and we're talking, there was a time, ladies and gentlemen, where Tapu Lele and Via Seeker were both still in, in the meta. I missed that. And wow, was that something else? I mean, you could, you, we had supporters for days, uh, with the combination of those two cards, uh, which was really, really fun. Um, but we also saw someone come down, and not everybody agreed that this was a good card. This is Garbodor. Uh, <laughs> I love Garbodor. What you talking about? I love Garbodor, too, but there are some Garbodor haters out there, especially well, one that refuses to actually pronounce good, the name correctly. being successful, like, if you don't like Trash Lanch, it's because you lost to it, and so you felt like trash, but you deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to agree with you there. Gargoyle like, definitely made you well, feel like I, trash when you lost against it. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of affordable decks. I'm all about power to the people. Yeah. And Trashlands Garbador was not like some really difficult card to acquire. <laughs> and, and for that reason, especially, I'm like, I will always be championing Garbador. Yep. To this day. Yep. Not only it's that, um, and not only that, uh, that Garbador. So we still had Garbador. We still have Garbador talk, uh, Garbador toxins, uh, still there. And not to mention that we also got that Drumpa GX that was a perfect match at the beginning of the year for Garbador and really did see a spike in play where we suddenly saw Garbador Drampas all over the place. Um, and it became a force that people were actually considering, like, is this the new Night March? Uh, turns out, spoiler alert, it was not. <laughs> but it was still a very considerable, very powerful uh, deck that was in play. And still see some play to somewhat. Well, I think the Drampa has been replaced with what we got in the next set, which was Galissapod. Mm-hmm. And now you see Garbador Galissapod. Yes. And Galissapod was an interesting card. Uh, it, it came in just when plan, uh, giant, uh, Force of Giant Plants was going coming out. Um, so people were unsure whether or not Grass could really could really make it in a meta where it didn't have Force of Giant Plants. However, um, Galissapod showed us that, yeah, yeah, it can definitely, definitely still go. Um, what other amazing cards were released throughout the year, uh, R-Sigma? Uh, one that comes to mind is Field Blower. Oh. <laughs> because if you were around at the beginning of the year, oh, you God, may yes. remember putting stupid Rattatas in your deck. We were depending on a, on an Evolutions Rattata to get the, to get tools out of your opponent. A card that wouldn't be able to be used against Garbotoxin Garborder. Oh my God, those were dark yeah. times when it comes to tools. <laughs> It was so frustrating that we have a good like three months or four months, right? With not uh, we with, did like six months, six months with a without a reliable tool uh, eliminator. Oh man, those the every time I would see Garborder or every time I would see Mega Rayquaza and I couldn't get rid of that tool uh, for it to evolve. Sorry, <laughs> it was just a pain, a pain. Um. But yeah, that, that's definitely... Sublime, what about you? Any other uh, flashbacks from this meta? Um, well, I just remember that Fieldblower was so desperately desired because that was the Garbotoxin shutdown as well. Because yeah. there was a while in the year when there was no easy way to shut down Garbotoxin. So if it got up, you, were, like, you couldn't get rid of it. It was there. Yeah. You actually had to prepare your deck. Like you had to destroy the Garbodor or you were yeah. stuck with its effect of no effects. Um, so that really uh, opened up the possibilities again for people being able to shut down Garbador. So it expanded the, expanded the type of decks you could make. My favorite card to come out this year was Ho-Oh, because Ho-Oh is beautiful um, <laughs> and wonderful and like one of the best uh, legendaries of all time. I'm sad to say it has not seen the success that I would like it to. Yeah. But it is, it is playable. It is playable. It is most definitely playable. I like it as a one of in a Volcanion. Like, I definitely run it in Volcanion. Um, so, I still get to use my ho It's all good. Um, <laughs> and Kiawe. Kiawe was a big change as well. Yes, Kiawe was a big boost for fire. In fact, that's one Much of the things... Needed. 
we were much talking more. about, and I remember a few episodes here, we were talking about what type really needed a boost. And that was always the answer was fire. Fire had the potential to be something. It had decent card. It had Volcanion, GX, and Baby Volcanion, which both are really decent, powerful uh, fire uh, uh, um, Pokemon. But we really didn't didn't have that main attacker. Some people were using the Flareon, um, but it was just so slow to set up. And Flareon was not very dependable. It was a, an EX Pokemon that only had 170. And in that point of that meta, 170 was really easy to hit. So it really didn't see, Fire didn't see a boost until finally Kiawe, Tortinator GX, and, uh, as, uh, uh, Sublime mentioned there, Ho-Oh GX came into play where suddenly Fire now is super playable. In fact, it's one of the types that you can finally say, yeah, it's, uh, it's almost on par, uh, with almost every other, uh, color, or oh, sorry, type in the, in the meta. But we must not forget that there was one big card, not named Tapu Lili, that really made a huge splash on the meta as soon as it was released, and that was your boy, Guzma. Uh, I remember when that was coming out, and we were all worried that Lysander was going away. And we weren't and wrong. Like, can, can Guzma fill that spot? And it turns out, yeah, Guzma's... Probably Clearly. even better. <laughs> it's argu- it's arguably better than Lysander, a hundred percent. Because it not only it would allow you to do the exact same thing that Lysander meant to do, which is to bring your opponent's most vulnerable Pokemon outside for the kill, but also allowed you to switch your own. Which in paper sounds not that interesting, but when you start playing, you realize, oh, wait, Galissapod requires you to switch for it to be effective. Or maybe I can switch another Pokemon. And when you have the ability to mess around with both players' bench in the same time with one card, it blew everyone away. And there's decks out there that require four Goosebumps and nothing less because it's that much of a dependable, uh, dependable card to use. It was just, it was great. And I love it because I love Guzma. My favorite team leader, for sure, 100%. <laughs> Sigma. I feel like if you're playing Expanded, like, whether you want Lysander or Guzma really just depends on the deck you're running. If yep. you want that extra effect. It really is. Uh, what about you, Sigma? Anything else uh, in this year that you can see uh, say that we've experienced? Uh, as a Balkanian player, I really enjoyed Terminator. So, mm-hmm. little guy. Uh, mm-hmm. It just does so much damage. Yeah, Terminator was a, was a card so, that when it oh go ahead Sigma uh, Sublime. No, I was just concurring with our Sigma that Terminator was also a really great tool that helped uh, Volcanion and Fire. Yep. Yeah, when it came out, uh, I was I didn't understand it at first. I didn't get what it was trying to do. Mostly because since it came out pretty roughly at the same time as Holo, I view as Holo as the hello you want Ho to be your main attacker. Um, so I didn't understand what secondary attacker, maybe, but there's also Flareon, which worked really good with Kiawe. So I wasn't sure what it was there for until I finally realized that, oh, it's the GX attack. Oh, yeah. Not, o- not only does that secondary attack does 160 for three energies and you discard two of them, that's fine. Uh, but that GX attack for one fire and we're able to re- collect, uh, collect Five energies from your discard pile, and I put them down on any Pokemon as, uh, as you want on a fire deck. Masterpiece, absolutely great, um, and it's definitely one of the top fire cards of the year, for sure. So that was a great big addition. What do you guys remember about Espeon GX when it came out? 
Oh, that was a card. <laughs> that was a, like you included that in a lot of decks. Yes, so it was like mm-hmm. you could easily throw that into your Garbador deck. Yes, as it was mostly attacker. Used. It was mostly used as as a with garboard or um and it, it was funny. I never saw the what a, what really was the thing about Espeon. I remember on the Poco uh, on the Poco tournament that we had. By the way, that's another thing we need to remember. We did a Poco tournament. That was amazing. We need to do another one next year. I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. I have gas, <laughs> and I'm not planning to edit this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, we had our first uh, Puckle tournament this year, which was a great success, and kudos to Gator for just, ha- and everyone that helped there, the Real EV, and if I didn't mention your name, it's because I really don't remember, but you guys really helped out on that tournament, and it was successful, it's fun, and, and hopefully we'll do that again, uh, it just requires a lot of man effort, and we don't always have the time, but that was great, and I remember three rounds in a row, I fought Espeon uh, Garbordor. And I beat it the first two times really easily using Greninja Break. And I was like, I don't understand. Why Why are people seeing this card as being any good? And suddenly I fought, I fought against it on the third round and it completely obliterated me. And that's when I understood, okay, so it does have its its potential. I just guess it's just tricky to set up. Um, Which is funny that we're seeing Espeon EX being played now. Uh, it's hilarious because of the it's devolution energy. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, the EV lets you evolve first turn, so you get like a 200 HP, basically basic on the GX. Yeah, turn. right. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah. no. But I mean, the the EX is being played now. Well, yeah, oh, the, the EX, EX. Is really good EX. in an evolution meta. And yeah, because uh, since now the use of rare candy is a lot, the effect that uh, it can devolve all of your opponent's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So oh, that it makes, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it, it it obligates people to just lose their red can, uh, red candies, so they end up uh, uh, having to haven't wasted them basically. So people are using uh, Espeon. It's very situational though, so it's it's not a one off in every deck. But those that you do say that uh, that need it definitely can work. And speaking of of those cards, uh, I I try to make a uh, make a setway there and definitely didn't work, um, but. <laughs> Speaking of things that grind my gear, Nine Tails GX. <laughs> Remember the G- uh, Decidueye GX, Nine Tails GX combo oh, deck. God, I hate that was Nine Tails so- with passion. Nine Tails was a GX that evolved stage one, and it had two hundred and ten HP on a stage one. Completely ridiculous. Its attacks were defense. It could heal itself. It, it what could it not do? It was one of those cards that as soon as it came out, I knew that I was gonna hit it. And effectively, I hit it. It was just so hard to take down. Its weakness was uh, steel metal, which means that the only deck that could you know that could easily dispose of it was Metacross, which was not ne- that's, an- that's another deck that came out uh, this year. Um, well, let's see what happens next year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's done. We can safely say it's done. Um, 
but yeah, Nine Tails GX and Baby Nine Tails, uh, Lola Nine Tails as well was another one that came out, which uh, basically had say a uh, safeguard as its ability, so it was protect it's protected against your uh, GX EX Pokemon. Um, that also saw a bit of play, and it, it was really interesting. So come in in the middle of the year and heading out to Worlds in August, and we found what it could be is our current meta. At least to an extent. Uh, we saw the debut. And not only the debut. But the debut and the champion uh, winner. Gardevoir GX. Sigma. Yeah. Tell me about Gardevoir GX. Uh, well it was a card for like three months. And now it's gone away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a really powerful card. Uh, 230 HP. Stage 2. And it just does passive damage. Gets to set up really quickly thanks to its ability, yep. which allows it to put fairy energy on itself, and then it throws double colorless on itself, and then it's hitting for 210 damage, because why shouldn't yeah, it be? Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, not only that, it made... Uh, oh, what's the male version of Gardevoir? Gallade. Gallade. It made the Gallade uh, that came out last oh, year. Yeah. Come back in a big way because since you needed a Kirlia and a Ralts to evolve your Garbord, or why not use Galade? And Galade is a really decent card. It was one of those cards. Whenever we reviewed, let us this be a reminder every time we review a set, there's always those cards where, like, I don't know where it works. I don't know if there's any deck right now that could use it, but this is legit a good card. And Galade was a, a perfect example of this legit good card. It was a good card. It just didn't belong anywhere at the time. It uh, saw some and, play when it first came out, but that was a very, very different meta. Yeah, and that was very limited, Maxi's. and it needed Maxi's, yeah. uh, Maxi's hidden ball trick. Right, which is just um, how different it was. We still had that card around. Yeah, it, it, it really didn't work um, as good as could, but the in comes Gardevoir GX, and now it makes perfect sense, and it becomes a really good, uh, uh, not only um, a good uh, setup card, but also became a great secondary attacker, which with being fighting, it could definitely have a wide strain of weaknesses that you could ta uh, tackle with that. So that was a great inclusion and a great revival of that card. But uh, at Worlds, we also saw the rise of Galissapod Garbordo, which to this day is something that is being played really heavily. Uh, and we saw as well the, uh, the introduction of Necrozma. Which also has been a uh, a card that has been staple in uh, Metacross GX decks as well as other Psychic decks, uh, and it's a deck and it's a card that I'm pretty sure we're still gonna continue to see on and on. I see Necrozma not at the at the same level as uh, Mewtwo e, uh, EX the X ball, not quite as that, but it's still a card that we are going to see from now on because it is so playable. Not only in Psychic Dex. Yes, Psychic Dex is it's where it's mainly it's at. But it's still a card that could benefit in a few decks uh, even so. Now, Worlds happened. Gardevoir GX was crowned King of, of Decks for 2017. Move on to where we are now. We've seen a couple of um, things since then. And it's been really fun. Um, we saw... We've now seen the rise of Sotoark slash um, Lycanroc GX, which makes me incredibly happy uh, to see Lycanroc GX just completely, completely destroy. Um, 
but let me stop there. Sigma, anything else that you can remember before we jump in onto where we are right now? Uh, I remember Burning Shadows had a major impact on Expanded. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because why wouldn't you run Mar Shadow in Night March? Mar Shadow on Night March, yep. <laughs> and why wouldn't you put Necrozma in Trevenant? <laughs> Yeah. It it was hilarious to see Marshadow and immediately say, this is a card for Night March. It's like, <laughs> right now, not in Standard, I don't see how it works. In Expanded, it's going to kill with Night March. And, and that's how it went. That's completely how it went. Sublime, <laughs> how about you? Anything else uh, that you remember prior? Well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Zoroark GX because for a while, Zoroark Break made a resurgence. That is true. <laughs> Trying to beat uh, Drampa, I believe it was the the main thing when it came out. Uh, people were trying to use a Sodork GX uh, slash Garbodor to beat Drampa Garbodor. Well, it was of... really it was a really interesting card because it has the ability to play your opponent's attacks, and so you could play your opponent's GX attacks. Yeah, um, which was really pre- interesting. Um, it just had a lot of things it could do. Uh, at the time, that made it successful in a format where when it first came out, it was not able to do all that. Yeah, so not I was happy all. that it had its moment, because it's a cool card, I like it. Dark's my favorite type in the game, so. Really? I did not know that, Sublime. Yes, you did. I know, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we have this fight yeah. every time. I keep teasing you that Dark the sucks. Um, Shut your ugly mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Now, with How that, dare you? I know, I know, I dared. Now, moving on from... Especially World when the deck you're bragging about has it in there. Uh, shush. Shush. Uh, and and you know, Greninja's a dark type, too. Shush once again, <laughs> sir. You're speaking out of turns. It's your second sorry. warning. I'm just so happy to be back. Continue. <laughs> and we're very happy to have you back. So, <laughs> so we're our post-worlds. And now we reach the meta, which now we can be more familiar with. Is meta that's currently now working. Um, we've had oh, Tapu Bulu come in and out. We got the Ultra Beast come in and still waiting for them to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're, <laughs> they're 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 decent. They're and and help is coming mm-hmm. on the way. But as they stand right now, we 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 wish them the best. And I and I know they're gonna be the version of Break that was Break last year. Where when Break come, came out, EX were still a thing, and people were like, really? Really? Break? What is this? It's We didn't see Break work until we saw Fargadir and Greninja. Then it became became something. Then we had, um, we were supposed to be talking post-World, uh, post, uh, and now we're back to uh, last year. Uh, but then came in, um, oh my god, the tree, the ghost tree, we just mentioned it. Trevenant. 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 Came in Trevenant break. That's another break that saw a play. Luigi yeah, break. Yeah, that's a good one. Saw maybe one play. Someone did it though. Did it though. Uh, uh, no, it didn't. Honestly, um, break was not a good mechanic. because It like, really wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was a three or four evolution. Out of all of the ones that they made. You had Greninja, awesome. Had its deck. Had it, like Was the only success story, really. Yep. Zoroark break had like, very niche success. Yep. Uh, Trevenant had success before it got moved to expanded the original Trevenant that made it good. Yeah. Um, what else was there? That, was uh, there? Carbon break. break showing every now and then. Which one? Now it doesn't. Little carbon break. 
Oh, oh carbon break. break. Oh, yeah. That's true. That was carbon break. Did that. see yes, uh, and it's also Cernia's break saw some play as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, sure. a few of them did see some break. Uh, some not break. Some huge success. Like honestly, the only really successful one was Greninja. Oh no! So, yeah, Greninja break was purely the successful one out of the breaks and, and it, was, it wouldn't it, have even been successful if it weren't for frogadier you just so, took the world you just took the words out of my mouth there it um, wasn't yeah, even greninja that won the show it was frogadier it was frogadier that definitely stole the show there that's for sure uh that deck lived and died with its frogadiers um that is such a swingy deck still <laughs> yes Yes, it was. Now, moving on off uh, 100% now to where we are right now. We just came out of the Memphis, Tennessee Regional. And what did we saw? We saw Doggos and Foxes Galore. We saw Sodoric GX and Lycanroc GX being played how many times out of the uh, out of the um, top eight? I think no. it's like five Zoroark, six, six Lycanroc. It, yes, it was ridiculous. It's one, two, three, four Sodor Lycan Rock. Um, and then we had a Sodor Galisopod. But then we also had a Boss World Lycan Rock twice. And the only deck completely different here was the Galisopod Garboarder that we keep seeing because it's a decent deck. Um, but mostly this was won by puppies. And who doesn't love puppies? Um, uh, Sublime. Let's walk through what that deck contains. And that's if, of course, the winner of that Memphis uh, regional, Michael Pramawat. Pramawat? Yes. Let's go ahead and read what what deck did he play. So we're looking at a very, very streamlined list of Pokemon. You're running a 4-4 Zoroa Zoroark GX line, a 4-3 Rockruff Lycanroc GX line and three Tabu Lele because you have to. Um, or you're not going to win. <laughs> no. Um, trainers, you got your standards, you got your four ends, you got three Brigetti. Uh, very interesting. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's how you say that? <laughs> what? That's how you say that name? Brigetti? Brigetti? That's how Gaynor said it, and he pointed it out to me once. There's no D in Brigetti, so it's Brigetti, I guess. I, I don't call this yeah. Bridget forever. He blew my mind too. Thank you, Gator. <laughs> my mind, my um, mind has been blown. Yeah. So continue. <laughs> yeah, we got my favorite supporter, Professor Kukui. Uh, very interestingly, it only runs uh, two Guzma, uh, two that Sycamore, one Mallow, one Acerola, four Ultra Balls because of course, two Field Blowers because of course. Um, we're also running Puzzle of Time, four of, which has been a lot better since, uh, um, VS Seeker left. Yeah. For certain decks. Not every deck, but for certain decks, definitely. Um, Enhanced Hammer, two, a Rescue Stretcher, an Energy Lotto, three Choice Bands, because of course, and a Floatstone. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Energy, very light, uh, very streamlined. You got your four DCE, three Strong Energy, and two Fighting Energy. Yes. Now, Zoroark doesn't need uh, dark energy to attack, so. It doesn't. So, for those of you at home, to remind you, Zoroark, stage 1, 210. It's first attack, it's uh, ability, trade, you get discard a card, you draw two cards. Amazing. It's such a good ability. Such uh, a good ability. It is incredibly good uh, for draw, draw acceleration. It is great. And you um, get dark type in your deck. Yeah. For free. <laughs> Everyone wins. 
Um, it's GX attack. Uh, it's not good. Now it's, it's not bad. Uh, Trickster GX, choose yeah. one of your opponent's Pokemon attacks and use it at this attack. So you can use the opponent's GX attack. Yes, you can uh, use an opponent's GX attack. attack. But bad. you need to use two darkness instead of double colorless energy, which makes it worse. Well, in a traditional deck, sure. Yeah. But like if you're running a dark deck, that's not a problem. Yeah. So which the righteous be. beating though, uh it's pretty decent. Uh, DCE only, so two colorless. Uh this attack does twenty damage for each of your opponents in a po- your your Pokemon in play. So if you have a full bench, you are dealing at the very least um a hundred and twenty, correct. Because it does count your active Pokemon. Now the reason why this makes so much sense with this deck when combined is because Lycanroc is pretty decent. Um, I'm like, so surprised too. Like I got Lycanroc copies when it came out, but no one was running it at the time. You um, were running it. At the time. I you was running it. Person. Yes, I was running it. I loved Lycanroc GX, both the promo and this one. By the way, what's well, your favorite Pokemon from Alola? It is my favorite Pokemon from Alola. I, I when I remember when it when all the Pokemon were announced, I wasn't a fan of Lycanroc GX, the Midnight form. I thought the regular one, the Midnight form, was uh, decent. Uh, completely aesthetics. I'm not talking about the card or the Pokemon in the video game or anything. I just like, and I fell in love with Mimikyu. As soon as the game came out and I got a Rockruff and I started playing with Rockruff and it evolved, I got Moon, so it evolved to like a Rock GX. Total love at first sight. Uh, it's just uh, one of my favorite Pokemon right now. It's really close to Jolteon. Anyway, back to DCG. <laughs> like a rock, uh, 200 uh, HP, which is kind of low for a stage one GX, but it has that ability, which is basically Lysander. You play when you play like a rock from your hand down, evolving your rock rough, you can bring and bench Pokemon from your opponent and put it in the active, which is why the deck only needs two Guzma. Yep, because basically, precisely why it's only got two Guzma instead of four. Yep, basically, you can make sure you put there what you need and what you want. It has a and when you want, because you just have to evolve. Yep, and then the math is pretty good because it does have claw slash, uh, claw slash, claw slash, which does 110. Now, it's thunder 10 might not sound that good, and it does require one fighting energy and two double colorless energies. That is true. However, we go back to strong energy. One strong energy on this bad boy, and, and it's doing 130. 130 is a fantastic number. It's good math. It, yeah, it, it destroys Garbodor. In one hit, it kills Garbodor in one hit. It kills Eveltals in one hit. It kills anything. Well, not because it, it does resistance. not kill Eveltals. Yeah, yeah, because resists. Resist. But you know, it, it just there's so many Pokemon out there that has 150, 130 HP that this can hit really easily. Um, and not to mention that you can still put a Choice Band on it, and you can still put more strong energies on it. Now it's a atta- it's uh GX attack is pretty running uh run under the mill uh does fifty damage times the amount of Pokemon's uh your opponent has on his bench, so it can do up to two hundred and fifty damage if he has a full bench, um so it's not bad at all uh but very uh, like we were talking with Sigma off air before we started recording any attack that requires your opponent to be in a situation for it to work as you want it. Ah, tend to it's be less not than optimal. It's less than optimal, yeah. correct? It's not, it's not where you want to be. Uh, this one did pretty well on camera though over the weekend. Yes, Go, uh, please tell us more. Uh, well, everyone's playing their Tapu Lele's down too, and mm-hmm. they want to have a Zoroark or two on their bench as well, so they can trade. Mm-hmm. So them get, and then you have strong energies and uh, choice bands, so it's really easy to get just a one shot out of GX with that. Yeah, attack. Yeah, this this deck is built to kill Tapu Lele's. 
Uh, it's also built to kill other Zoroarks. <laughs> that is true. Killer card right now. <laughs> that is true. So congratulations to uh, Michael Prabawat uh, for winning the regionals in Memphis. This is a fantastic deck. I want to build this deck for the stream. So FYI, guys, it's coming to the stream soon. Um, but we need to leave the topic right now as it is because we do have to move on to our deck of the episode, uh, which is one of you guys who did a change. We're no longer, well, we are going to still discuss decks of the episode that are championship decks, but we want to also focus on your decks, sending your uh, uh, request to uh, show your decks and we'll break it down here on the show. That's coming up next, followed by Trainer Smell and ending with top uh, who's that Pokemon Pokemon 15 questions so before we leave though any last words on 2017 from sublime I'm just so glad the year's ending it was a terrible year for everything but Pokemon it was definitely a terrible year for everything <laughs> except Pokemon um, and gaming we had a lot of great games as well that's true but that doesn't make up for a terrible year was otherwise <sighs> I know Sigma I had certainly a lot better of a year than ending on Evolutions was. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Such a bad um, set. And then my last questions before we move on. If there's something you want from 2018 in the TCG, what would that be? Sigma, let's start with you. Uh, it's hard. I know, I got uh, you, I got you there, huh? Yeah, uh, let's say more... Oh. Greninja GX. Let's go for Greninja GX. That's interesting. Greninja GX is a great thing. I want a freaking Jolteon GX, that's for sure. What about <laughs> you, Sublime? I want a good competitive deck to be affordable. Yeah. That, uh, amen, my brother. Amen. Not with that, we're going to end the segment and move on to Deck of the Episode. We'll be right back. It is the deck of the episode. And welcome to deck of the episode where we take one of your decks. You send us an email with your deck list and we take it apart and see what we can improve and give you suggestions that we have. So our deck that was provided for us tonight was from Lamp. And he says, Dear Jishiro and co-host, here is a theoretical Volcanion decklist which I am currently experimenting with on PTCGO. I am proud to say I have not lost yet. Now he further asks the decks uh, on the deck, on the list, but before we do that, uh, he does end up the email saying, Please let me know your thoughts, especially Gator if he's on. I'm sorry, Lamp, he's not on today. Uh, but we do have Sublime and our Sigma, which is... Just as good. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna include myself in that list. But <laughs> he does include. Uh, he does continue saying, in real life, I am in short supply of a baby Volcanion, so I'm running Flareon EX instead. I have already communicated with Yoshiro as well as some other people, and the general consensus is to be on the lookout for baby Ninetales and Hoopa. Thanks. Um, and go about now. The 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 general lookout for baby nine tails, Alola nine tails, and Hoopa was in general because he's not playing Volcanion. If you baby Volcanion, if you're playing baby Volcanion, then you don't have to worry about uh, is uh, Alola nine tails uh, uh, or Hoopa for its abilities, which will block you entirely if you don't have those two cards. Now, let's move on to the list themselves. So, uh, Sigma, go through the Pokemon. Okay, for Pokemon we have. One Ho-Oh GX, one Trickinator GX, three Little Volcanions, three Big Volcanions, two Tapu Lele, and one One Star U Star Beeline. Nice. And Sublime, what can you tell me about those Pokemon? 
Those are all good Pokemon. Um, I might change the numbers a little bit. What would you go for? I would do, and um, I believe Sigma agreed with this or suggested it as well, uh, two Turtonator. Um, two Turtonator. I would like a third Tapu Lele, but I know that's a lot um, to ask. Yeah. Bench space is a little rough on a Volcanion deck. Yeah. So. I still think uh, you want three in your deck to have available um, to mark readily yet or to draw. Like some um, Volcanion decks have gone down to uh, one Tapu Lele. Oof. I, no. Yeah, it's That's, a little rough. I, I prefer I the two. I can't. I, would, I so, want three. I want to have my Lele's. Even some, if I'm not going to play them, I want them available. Some <laughs> people like to look fate in the eyes and smile. I mean, if you only have one Tapu Lele and a prize, man, you, you're a brave man. Yep, yep. <laughs> you're looking at the trainers. We've got four Switch, three Brooklet Hill, one Rescue Stretcher, three Sycamores, four Ends, four Ultra Balls, Two Field Blowers, three Guzma, three Fighting Fury Belts, two Kiawis, one Parallel City, and three Floatstone. I would like also to say that we are going to have this uh, deck list available on the description. So you can go on our, our website, PuckoPodcast.com, click there and you can see it there. Or if you want to see it on your phone as you're listening to this, it is going to be on that description as well. Although that will be kind of difficult to, to watch there. Um, okay, so regarding the trainers, uh Sigma, what do you think about those trainers? Uh, it's really close. We probably don't need four switches anymore. No. Uh, I was thinking, why four switches when you have Guzmas? He already has three float stones. He yeah. Has, he has three float stones and he has Guzmas as well. So I think it's kind of redundant, the four switches. Yeah, it's a bit much. Uh, we don't need Parallel City because none of the sides help you. Mm-hmm. Because it will weaken your fire attacks, and that's not good. <laughs> so that's a good or, eliminating that parallel city makes space to that uh, second Thirteenator GX that he that you yeah. guys are recommending. Yeah, uh, maybe instead of switches, we can run something like an energy retrieval. Though I'm not big on those anymore. Mm. And you do have Thirteenator as well, which that helps a lot. Yeah, recovering uh, those fire energies. That uh, I mean. Yeah, you have the Starmie to do that, but it's only one one line, so it does get prized every now and then. So, uh, Max Elixirs can do well. Oh, yes. I generally like to run a couple Max Elixirs, power up some Turtonators or Volcanians on the bench just a little bit more. Gives you that ne- extra nice bit of speed. And you're Which definitely is, running the energy to afford that's, it. That's what yeah. I was going to say. He is playing 15 energies, which means those max elixirs will hit him on an energy almost always. Yeah, it's going to be hard not to hit an energy. So you might actually just want to run four of those. You could probably cut down on the energy count a bit. Like, yeah. Uh, I will, I will be- cut down two, uh, maybe two energies and yeah. add two um, uh, max elixirs. And then we can cut down on. I don't think. I don't think you need the switches. No, so one of those switches can go out for another max elixir. What do you guys think? Maybe run a lily. Mm, a lily would just be cut fine. out all the switches. <laughs> those switches are just they're. No, you I already mean... have Guzma and Floatstone. You don't need four switches. Yep. And with with those things in your deck already. Okay, more. What was that? Let's go to four sycamore. Mm, yes, a fourth sycamore would be nice. So yeah, eliminate those switches. Add another sycamore. Add three max elixirs, and I think you're golden here. 
Uh, get rid of Parallel City, too. So let me get yeah, out. Yeah, and Parallel City as well. Throw in And this is a really good lineup. We were just uh, talking uh, right before we started recording that this is a really good lineup. We like uh, where this deck is going. I think one mm-hmm. hole is perfect. Um, you uh, really don't need more than that one. That that right now, the Turtonator, that's super good. So we really recommend adding one more. Um, I know you're playing Flareon EXs per the uh the Volcanians, but one detail that I did wanted to discuss that I wasn't able uh, able to do it on Discord was the reason you want Volcanian is not just because Alona Nine Tails, maybe Alona Nine Tails and Hoopa. It is because and en- more energy acceleration for you is nice. Um, you you do have Kiawe, and I know that helps a lot. However, Vol- uh, having a Volcanian that you can attach one energy and you can power uh, power up that uh, attack with the other Volcanian EXs cannot be overstated how good it is. You're dealing fast energy, you're recuperating those energies from the discard pile, and at the same time, you are dealing more damage with the Volcanian EXs. So I would try, those are pretty cheap. I know that you said you didn't have them in real life, but those are pretty cheap and you should definitely get them because Baby Volcanion is an essential column for this deck. Mm-hmm. Do you guys agree? Yes. Yeah. I would uh, do one... four if I could, actually. Nah, for three is I like four. I- I'm weird. I mean, you want to start with it, but also starting with like a Ho-Ho and using Kiawe on it isn't like the worst start. Or just going Tapu Lele into a Kiawe is a decent start on anything. Yeah, there we go. Well, thank you so much, Lamp, for sending us your deck list. We really liked it. Uh, it is our deck of the episode, that's for sure. And I hope our suggestions uh, are helpful for you. Uh, I'll make sure to uh, let Gator know so he can send you his uh, his opinion through Discord, so you're not going to be absent of his opinion as well. Now, with that, we're going to switch from deck of the episode and move on to Trainer's Mail. We only have one email. That means that we're not going to play the theme song. Because we can just, <laughs> I'm not going to create a segment just for one email. So let's go ahead and go straight to that. Sublime, tell us, what's the next email? I will. Hey, Pokalonians, Specken the Beacon Trainer, now becoming named Trainer Cowboy. i just like to say no to Jashiro. Uh-oh. Now let's face off in a duel like the Wild West. Mm. You can bring your Luxio with your dumbbells, and I'll mirror you with it a Luxray. With Shining Celebi support. Okay, so this or, is a reference that he's talking... Attack of Luxio. Yes. So, so, they, so, he's ta- so he's referencing there um, Luxio, uh, we were talking about in the last episode, the stage one uh, Luxio that's coming out in Ultra Prism. It, it's basically Quake, Quake Punch uh, on a stage one uh, that is not an EX. So it does 30 damage or 20 damage. I can't remember the exact amount of damage, but it, it blocks your opponent from using item cards. So I was saying that, hey, this is legit interesting. Good. Uh, the Luxray itself wasn't all that, but the Luxio was really good. Anyway, continue on, Sublime. Mm-hmm. But wait. Also, Ultra Ball, Lele, Brigetti. Ultra Ball, Lele, Brigetti. Ultra Ball, Lele, Brigetti. Look familiar? Oh, wait. I went first. Water on Eevee, Energy Evolution to Glaceon GX. No Tapu Lele, no. Seriously, I know I sound like I'm rambling, but turn one negate Tapu Lele GX is so good. Though it's not like garb that negates all abilities. Negating EX and GX is still awesome. You will uh, probably be playing Letheon Decidueye. I love that archer. Um... I know that, that Mount Coronet, Magnezone, Necrozma, Solgaleo are going to be the decks to play... But it is what it is. Maybe I'll play Glaceon just because why not? 
<laughs> oh, but also Jashiro, champion Cynthia. There's a oh, lot of yes. potential in a Cynthia deck. Oh, I'm so, so crazy Lucario for Cynthia. and Garchomp, it looks like it synergizes well. Let me know what you guys think. But again, needless to say how much I love the TCG cast. Aww. I am truly grateful for what you guys do. Cowboy signing off. Thank you so much, Cowboy. Although I have to say I do uh, like the name Spican the Cowboy. But anyway, Cowboy, thank you so much for emailing us. And uh, thank you. appreciate that. You oh, did you hear the uh, Garchomp Sublime with Cynthia? I remember looking at Cynthia. I can't remember what it does. Off the oh, top don't, of don't my remember. Head. I don't remember at the top of my head, too. I think it's just cute. And I think you appreciate it. Uh, Garbodor, uh, Garbodor, uh, Garchomp's attack. Uh, I don't remember what exactly it does, but it enhances if you play a Cynthia that turn. And doesn't Lucario's do something like that, too? Not with Cynthia, though. I think they synergize together. Let, let's go ahead and do the, our delicious. <laughs> let's go ahead and remember those. Let, yeah, let's look it up first. I have it. Because I can't remember. Oh, you, okay. Let's so, uh, Sigma, go ahead. Okay, so Garchomp, let's just read the important attack here. Uh, it's a Dragon-type Pokemon, by the way. So That's the only yeah. unfortunately that. Um, for fighting, the energy cost? Fighting in a double colorless. Okay. We have Champion. 100 damage plus. If you played a Cynthia from your hand during this turn, this attack does 100 damage more. Yep. 200 damage if you played a Cynthia on a non-GX Pokemon. Which is not bad. Not bad well, at all. Well, what's its HP? 150. Mm. That's pretty high for a stage 2 on GX. Yeah, but it's a non- and, like, I mean, mm, its mm, first attack mm. is also, I guess, cool in that it does 50 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for a double colorless, so you know. It's something. The only, but, the real thing that holds that card back is the fact that it's a Dragon-type. Dragon-type, stage 2. Yep, Dragon-type, stage mm. 2. You're not super effective against anything. No matter I like whatever they says. super effective against themselves. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't, if nobody plays dragon, what use it is to be weak against? But dragon? then, like, they added fairy, and it's just like made dragons even less playable. Yeah. In the TCG, it makes so much sense uh, in the VGC. Does not help. I'm not happy about it on the TCG side of things. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear the Lucario then too? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. And Okay, it's a stage one fighting type for with 110 HP, and its ability is what's important here, called Aura. Once during your turn, before your attack, if you have a Garchomp in play, you may search your deck for one card and put it into your hand, then shuffle your deck. Yeah. I knew they synergized together, so then you could draw Cynthia every turn. Yeah. And then make your, thing, your combo. Got it, got it. Um, it sounds like a really cute budget deck. That's what I said. Cute. That was the first thing that came to mind. It's not, not, not how deck. amazing it is or how good. It's like, oh, that's an adorable deck. The <laughs> fact that Garchomp and Lucario depend on, on Cynthia, and Cynthia's my favorite champion, so I just love it for that reason. Uh, and then for more FYIs for our audience that uh, Glaceon EX, he was referring to, um, it's the one with the abilities, the new one, Glaceon EX, whose ability is Freezing Stare. As long as this Pokemon is in your active, each of your opponent's EX and GX Pokemon in play in their hand, and in the discard pile, has no ability. So it's basically a like Garbodor with Garbotoxins, but it only works on the um, on the active. It only it... works on the most important card in the game. Exactly. It only works on uh, your active, um, and it doesn't, requ- it doesn't require a tool, <laughs> and you can get it thanks to that Eevee on st- stage, uh, you know, turn one. So that's something really good. That uh, Glaceon will get around, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, Goose, well, true, yes, 
Now, with that, thank you so much, Cowboy, for sending your emails. And that's the end of our trainer's mail. Uh, please make sure to send your next email. I'm going to do something that Thatch does. I'm going to steal this idea from him. Um, let's do a theme. For next uh, episode, guys, tell me what was your favorite card from 2017. What is your favorite card and what is your least favorite card from 2017? Tell us what you think. Also, if you have a deck... Send it over. Uh, if more than one is sent, then we will choose the one that interests us more. Um, and, but we will still let you know uh, if you send your own deck list what we think in the email section. Now, with that, uh, we're going to move on to the final section. Everyone's favorite, Pokemon 15 questions with uh, our Sigma and Sublime, which means that they'll probably guess it in turn three. Um, but we're still going to give it a try. So with that, we're moving on to Who's That Pokemon? Pokemon 15 questions. Welcome, and it's time for Pokemon 15 Questions. Who's that Pokemon? Guys, you know the drill. We're going to try to stump our co-hosts here into not guessing correctly the Pokemon that I have selected. Of course, you guys know the rule. Lower your browsers, no Pokedexes, no games, no books, no anything. Everything that you have to ask has to come from your noggin. Also, no questions about Pokedex numbers, regions, uh, or whether or not it appears in a certain version. Uh, it has to be in-game uh, questions only. So with that being said, the order will be Sublime first, followed by our Sigma. We start now. Sublime, what's your first question? Uh, is this Pokemon part of an evolution line? It is. Sigma. Can this Pokemon hatch out of an egg? Mm, I don't understand the question. Is uh, it like, a... Essentially, is it a baby Pokemon or a basic Pokemon that can come out of an egg? No. Okay. Not so it's an evolution basic. of something. Got it. Um, is this Pokemon fully evolved? No. Okay, so we know that it's a stage one that evolves further. Correct. Uh, does this Pokemon have multiple types? Nope. Mono. Okay. Monotype middle stage Hi. Pokemon. Huh. Okay. Um, that's a lot to go off of. Um, hmm. Is this Pokemon... Does this Pokemon have higher defensive stats than offensive stats? Oh, you're making me here have to scroll down and check that out. <laughs> um, what was the question again? Does this Pokemon have higher defenses than offenses? No. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hi oh, yes, yes. Higher offenses than defenses. Sorry. Oh, well, I asked the opposite, but that's the same information I Yeah, okay. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's higher offense. Okay, well, that I was just wondering if he was going to pull a Cosmo in sort of situation. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no it's not, not that. Uh, well, he was, wouldn't be angry about Cosmo in, too. Um, oh, yes, I would be very angry with Cosmo in for sure. Uh, let's see. Does this Pokemon have any immunities? Um, no. No immunity. So let's go over what that eliminates. It cannot be a fairy type, a ground steel, type, normal, ghost. Steel, normal, ghost. Um, flying. Mm. Fairy, steel, normal, ghost, flying. Are those the only types with immunity? It's like half the types that have 
immunities, I believe. Let's see. What are we forgetting? Oh, dark. It can't be dark. Um, anything I'm else? Just it down. Uh, let's see. Fire, water, grass, the coat. Can I have a question? So we have fire, water, grass, ice, left, still, electric. Oh, oh, do you want to ask the question about whether it's a physical or special split? Um, I don't know what the typings are, so oh, I want to ask if it evolves. Well, no, I know what the typings are, but I don't know what the typings left are, because I think a lot of them are special types, so it doesn't get us far. <laughs> Uh, what I was thinking is maybe if the evolution is dual typed. Oh, that's a good oh, question. Oh, that's a question? Okay. Well, wait. Whose question is this? Uh, it's a black. No, oh, I asked Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like we have fire, water, grass, electric, psychic still left, and all those are special types, so finding out if it's a special type doesn't really do much for us. And ice. Most of the yeah, types we have. Yeah, but you still have, different. like, fighting, rock. Uh, we could ask about weaknesses. Poison. Yeah, since it's a monotype, we could ask about weaknesses. Um, there's a lot of ground weaknesses. There's a lot of fighting weaknesses. That's true. That's a good point. I think there's more fighting weaknesses, aren't there? There's like five types weak to fighting. Uh, I don't know how many of those we got rid of because we got rid of dark and steel already. We got and rid of steel normal. and normal and dark, so that's three of them already. So let's go. So it's only ice and uh, ground gets rid of fire. Ground gets rid Horizon, of um, electric. Yeah, it gets rid of three types. So that might we be already good. got rid of steel though, unfortunately. Gonna um, need a question. Is this Pokemon weak to ground type attacks? It is not. Go Sigma. Okay, so Get rid of, uh, let's see. Do we want to ask fighting then? Because that gets rid of another. Let's see. Um, so it's not rock type. It's not electric. It's not poison. I have it's... ice fighting psychic water. What else is ground effective against? Rock, electric, poison. Oh, steel. Yeah. We already did. Never mind. Yeah, we got rid of that. Um, yeah, fighting gets rid of. Fire is effective against a lot of stuff. Uh, we yeah, but we only have like we only eliminated steel. Uh, so there's still brass, ice. Um, oh yeah, we do have brass. You have um, what else is bug? Oh yeah, we do have bug still too. Mm. We can get that flying because it gets rid of fighting and bug and grass. Sure, fighting bug grass. Yeah, is it weak to flying? No. Okay, Not so that gets rid of fighting and grass. To flying. Um, okay, That's so that uh, question number 10. Yeah, so we're not flying. doing good. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I think we do. We have ice, psychic, water left. Anything uh, else? Ice, psychic, and water. Uh, well, if it's a water type, we're still screwed because there's a million. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> not as many stage threes as you think, especially monotype stage threes. Mm. All right, so three stages, so that's not too bad. It's the psychic with three stages that we'd be messed up by. So we have ice, psychic, and water left, basically. I think so. I don't even know if there's three stage. I, don't know. I feel like we have a lot of things left. Um, what if we ask a resistance? Because water and ice, ice are both resistant to, to ice. ice. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, is yeah. This yeah. question is it? It's uh, your sublime. Is right? this Pokemon resistant to ice type attacks? It is. Okay. okay. So water or ice? Did we eliminate fire? I don't think. We uh, did. Yeah, because it's weak to ground. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we got that one. Um, okay, so the way I'm looking at this is, I don't think there are any three stage ice type Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yes, there vanilla. Are. There's the There's... vanilla thing. And I think that's it. <laughs> For waters, there are a bunch. Well, there's like Krakona and there's Wartortle. Wartortle. Um, let me write them out. Krakona. Wartortle. Wartortle. Um, hmm. Nope, that's uh, a dual type. Nope, that's a dual type. Yeah, all the water. Oh, uh, do what? Right. Ugh. Such a disappointment. <laughs> it's probably Duat, because that's a horrible Pokemon. Uh, because <laughs> uh, it can't be Free Marina. Need a question. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Uh, Why don't we ask if it's ask related if it's a to starter? a starter? Yeah. yeah. Is this part of a starter line? Yes, it is. Go Sublime. Okay. So we got left. This is yeah. 12 questions. We're going to a 13 question. Oh, we have now. exactly enough questions then. All right. Uh, <laughs> we have it down to three Pokemon then. Yeah. And it's 13, so 13, 14, 15. Like, we got it. All right. <laughs> is this Pokemon... Um, oh, how about this? Does this Pokemon evolve into Blastoise? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not more... <laughs> oh. So it's or Duat. <laughs> Go for Sigma. <laughs> oh, how do I? I want to phrase it offensively towards you. <laughs> 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 uh, I want to ask, like, is this one of the most? Uh, is this? Oh no, I can't say if. I can't say disappointing starter line because, like, Krakuna is one of the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> but Chikorita is such garbage in that generation, too. Um, uh, let's see. Does this Pokemon have blue fur? It does. Okay, so it's that stupid thing. <laughs> Ghost of Sublime. So it's Duat? It's Duat. All right. Is this Pokemon Duat? It is definitely Dua. On <laughs> <laughs> question number 15, congratulations. Yeah, I searched for the most mediocre, forgettable Pokemon for you two. You found it. <laughs> you found it. Oh, did you not hear what they said in like the data book they just released in Japan about how they, he, uh, Sugimori, I believe, fought mm-hmm. for uh, having freckles on Oshawott or else it would be too cute and unremarkable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, you managed to make it ugly and unremarkable. Uh, hashtag sorry, Ashabot, from the chat. <laughs> from our discard. We'll check um, if he listens to these episodes. 
Yeah, he's not much of a TCG year. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, with that, though, unfortunately, it does mark the end of our episode. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. This is a great episode. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it is a new year, guys. If we don't hear from, if you don't hear from us until next year, have a fantastic New Year's. Must not forget that if you like what you hear. Please go and follow us on Twitter at Paco Podcast. Facebook, we have two uh, places on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Paco Podcast and Facebook.com slash Paco TCG for our Facebook group. Um, please join us there. Uh, we post uh, all the time. Um, also, if you have the time, go to our Puckle at Reddit. We do have a Tumblr at PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. Um, and make sure to review us on iTunes. Whenever you review us, it allows more people to see us and hear us. So it really helps. Um, please also, if you can, and if you have the extra penny, you can help support Puckle and make it a better community and podcast when you can donate um, on Puckle, uh, donate in Puckle Podcast as a single time, or go to our Patreon and become a Patreon. And there, every single, every single money uh, sent goes to the community. None of us get paid for this. Everything is goes back to you. And of course, join us at Discord where we constantly are talking about all things Pokemon B, the video game, TCG, movies, anime, whatever it is, whatever tickles your fancy. Discord has a chat for you. And that's, that's our Puckle t- Discord. So you will find that as well in our description line in the podcast. Now with that marks the end of our show. As always, Sublime. Thank you it's so much for being so here. so good to be back. Oh, so good to have you back. And I promise next year, uh, I am going to make sure to have you a lot more on. Um, and our Sigma, as always, thank you so much, man. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays and welcome to the family of the co-hosts. This is your first year. Now, with that, guys, you can already hear the guitar playing and Bo's sweet, sweet voice coming out soon because it is that time. That time is closing time. Uh, catch on a flip flop and all that jazz. <laughs> Adios.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.